tomorrow is a longer tachanon, so make sure tomorrow morning I'm here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's called Chassan, a.k.a. Tachanon Killer for, for a few days. <laughs> anyway, Eze Yofi, Mazel Tov. This is a, all of us are flying with you. And Shana, it should be a binyan adeyad. Look at this guy, Chassan, making breakfast for everybody, learning Torah during Yeshev Brachas. Unbelievable. Big inspiration. Big inspiration. All right. Missed you all very, very much. And I'm very excited. I want to explain a little bit what we're going to be doing. Because we have a lot of a lot of goodies and the time is very short. Shabbos, I mentioned that uh, because of the way that our calendars are, are, then it's like we're going to show up to Rosh Hashanah in a second. I got very startled over Shabbos. I was looking at a sefer and I talked about uh, that yesterday, Yudalad Elu is... Shloshim Yom Kodem Achag. It's 30 days before the Chag, but you have to start learning and preparing for the Chag. But what Chag is that talking about? Sukkot. Sukkot is 30 days from now. Rosh Hashanah is around the corner. 29, thank you. Slichas is Motzei Shabbos. Rosh Hashanah really is around the corner. So, even though a lot of, some Chavar is still away, couldn't start learning next week. We have, to, we have to at least start now. So what we're going to be doing from now until Arzman, which will be till Yom Kippur, a lot of good things. First of all, as you saw this morning, that we have Rabbi Shlemi Newman is going to be taking us through Gerta Tshuva. It's a very special treat. I've learned, Tanya, with a lot of people, this cat's got it. There's something, he, he has something very unique, and it's a privilege to be able to learn with him. So I would put, very much push that and met everyone that can come. Um, and we're going to be learning with Rav Lichter and Rav Tzvi, sugyas that have to do, both in, in Likute Maran and in the Shas, that have to do with Tshuva. Bichlal, tshuva, it's such a big topic, and we try to condense it to a few topics. So we're going to see as we go how much we could actually cover, but there's so much in the Gemara, especially in Gemara Yuma, and also in the Kuti Maran, Rabbi Nachman's Torah Vav, and a bunch of different Torahs, is a pool to swim through the world of tshuva. As we get closer to Yom Kippur, we're going to focus more on the concept of what's called Vidui Bapeh, confessing confession, which a lot of us are startled when we hear those words because it sounds very Christian to us. But really, that's a very Jewish concept, what vidui is. And we spend most of Yom Kippur doing vidui. And every year we, we say more and more how much we don't connect it because we don't understand what we're actually saying vidui over. But the power of confession, learning it through the Rambam, through the Sugyas, learning it through all around that we show up to Yom Kippur and at least one chunk of the Mahzah stops feeling foreign to us. The power of vidui, of confession. We already have, we're going to have a lot of guests also come in and learn with us as well, teach, with the, teach us. Starting from tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., right after Rav Tzvi and Rav Lichter, Rav Nassim Maimon was leaving to New York and then Uman, later this week he's going to be coming giving a special class tomorrow at 10. Rav Gavriel Pransky is going to be back with us as well, doing some special stuff. Yehuda Katz offered, he wants to come and teach us one morning as well. And we're working on a few others, so it's going to be very exciting, and it's going to be a lot, meaning... That's going to be a lot. We're not going to go to too late in the mornings. We're going to probably do before, like, like before davening, and then another hour after davening, probably. Spe- besides, on special days when we have guests, that they can, if they can come at 10, then we're going to have a 10 to 10.45 slot as well. Night Seder, like David mentioned before, really give it a strong plug. Revelatesha, quarter to nine here. Women's learning, tell your wives, begins next Sunday. Very exciting, because there's a few new topics as well. And um, the Slichos, obviously, this Motzei Shabbos, please try to push. But for our Chabura, very, very special is this Thursday night. Because this Thursday night is, is, is our Siyum on our first Sefer that we learned 
the Bnei Machshav and what it really is, is a night of celebrating with the community that doesn't yet learn with us, not to chalila make them feel, look what we're doing and look what you're not, but to show us we're all part of one bigger kina. We're all part of one bigger community, one bigger congregation. And to give over the taste, the depths, the depths of what we learned, how the Chabura really came together through the teachings of the PSS, the Rebbe, the Rebbe Klonim was common, Shapira, Shem Yikom Damo, who we will, be, we will be starting this week a new Sefer of his, but it's not what I said before, Mechila. It's a different Sefer of the Rebbe. It's a, it's a Sefer that we think that we already have it down, but it's an important, important Sefer, and for many reasons, which I'll discuss on Tuesday, we're starting with it. And that is Chovas HaTalmidim, student's obligation. One of the most beautiful svarim ever, ever, ever composed. And by the Rebbe's instructions, we're learning that before Hachsharas HaVrechim, which Bezrat Hashem will get to afterwards. But I would like to also open it up to the rest of the community, whoever wants to come and join to learn with this Chovas HaTalmidim. It's an incredible, incredible sefer, full of inspiration, fire, and we'll get to that as well. So... For Thursday night, please make sure, 7.30 behind Toby's house, we'll do a Mariv there, right? We'll do a Mariv there, say that? Even though you could even catch the early Mariv, I want to make Mariv available there. Some music, hopefully some very special guests as well. So it's Elul. It's Elul, and we're fully in right now. We're fully on. So I want to share with you what I'm feeling, Bemet, from the depths of my heart right now, or I guess maybe what I felt until this morning. I think, I don't know, there was some kind of a shift. I, I, you could see already the power of Talmud Torah or going to some kind of a seder of learning. How it, it, it puts, it, it, it's incredible, it puts everything into perspective and into order. So I'll just share with you briefly a little bit what I was feeling up until now. You know, there's a famous story about the Rebbe Zusha that he always used to say that he's not scared when he goes up to Shemaim. They're not going to ask him, why weren't you like Avram Avinu? Why weren't you like Yitzchak Avinu? Why weren't you holy like David HaMelech? He said, I'm not scared, I'm not worried about any of those. No one's going to be asking me those questions. But I'm petrified from the question that they will be asking me. And they're going to ask me, why weren't you Zusha? Why weren't you Zusha? Meaning, why weren't you yourself? But you know what's a scarier, <laughs> a scarier question? A scarier question for us, I think for me you know tshuva is supposed to mean come back to myself but what if I have no idea what that is so yeah I'm scared they're going to ask me why I weren't used like Zusha but there's like this holy chutzpah place inside of me that says yeah you expected me to be me how, how did I even how do I even know who the real me is like we said on Friday night will the you know a, a question we asked during El will the real me <coughs> Finally stand up. So okay, I'm not going to try to imitate anybody. I'm not going to try to be like Rip Shlomo. I'm not going to try to be like any Rebbe that I know. I'm not going to try to be like any Tzadik that I know. I'm not worried about that. I'm going to be like Rip Zusha's question. I'll go there. Why weren't you like you? But the question is, I don't even know. I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what I am. So it's like a holy chutzpah and kind of ping, like ping pong back to Hashem. And I think Hashem is going to say, what, who are you kidding? I gave you Elul every year to figure out that question. That's what I'm feeling. Is that Elul, this whole month, is so that we can actually say, like Reb Zusha, I'm scared they're going to ask me why, weren't, why wasn't I like, like what I could be. 
So, in order to open up the gates into what we're what we're gonna what what is this whole world of tshuva? What we're trying to do? I found a wonderful ma'amar from the same group of ma'amarim that we did about Ahavat Yisrael, a compilation of a lot of different tzaddikim. That uh, we're going to see today a, a, a Rambam, a Midrash Tanchuma, a Svasemas, and a tiny piece of the Alter Rebbe, all combining what it is. How do how do we have a chance to answer that question of why weren't you like you? Why weren't you like you? And not be able to dodge that by saying, well, I you didn't give me a chance to figure out who I am because this is our chance to figure out who we are, so we could say, yeah, I tried to be me. That's the greatest truth in the world. I tried to be me. I tried to be the best me in the world. Remember I told you so many times, Rabbi Shlomo's Peush, when he says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, what's this Echad? God is one, that God hates imitation. That was Rabbi Shlomo's explanation. That's why we say, do you have to emulate God? What is God all about? He's only one. God hates imitation. God hates, you, you can't stand cheap imitations even of ourselves. It's time to renew, to figure out once and for all who's showing up to the ball game, and the key here is to do all this besimcha. That, that that that's how we have to figure out. Like that's like the whole thing. But everything, we, every all the heavy stuff we just said right now. The key is, oh yeah, yeah. By the way, if it's not done besimcha, you're not discovering really anybody. So lachaim, it should be besimcha. We have the schus of achasen with us, who I think is starting to figure out who he is. Well, Hashem. And let's see where we could go. Okay, if you can give these out, Chevron. There's 15. I don't. I think we're just about okay. And the whole month of learning is it's 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 in it's in Tzchus of Rav Yidiyahu, right? It's Leilui Nishmas. Does anyone remember his full name? Does anyone have it? Rav Yidiyahu, who just passed away from around the corner. Leilui Nishmato. Amen. Amen. Okay. Needless to say, a lot of the stuff that we're going to be seeing today, we've brushed on, especially when we did the learning on Rav Kook. I just want you guys all to know something very strong. For a long time, we learned every morning for the Rafua Shlema of Yakir Ephraim Ben Rachel Dvorah. I listened back to a lot of tapes where we learned for the Rafua Shlema of someone. And then a week later, I hear that it's for Lilui Nishmaso of a certain someone, right? I don't want to lift, what they say, Liftoach Peh, to open my mouth too much, but we have Baruch Hashem. Yakir Ephraim ben Rachel Tvora is Baruch Hashem. It's going to continue to be Baruch Hashem. So we never underestimate the power of your learning and the power of your tefillah, ever. We should do tshuva over underestimating the power of our davening. Okay. And this is essential to anyone that learns about tshuva, you must go to the Rambam. You must see how the Rambam, Maimonides, begins to define the concept of tshuva. So, a few stages. The first stage of tshuva, leaving the sin. What does that mean? Stopping to do it. Just stop doing it. Just like, it's like not such, you know, you don't have to be an Ayrach al you don't have to be a, a scientist to figure this one out. Just stop. Just drop it. Whatever the chet that you can define as an abeira. 
drop it. That's Shlav 1. Shlav 2 is already a little bit harder. Remove it from your thought. That's already much harder. See, I could stop doing things, but I could think about it all day long. Rambam says part of the tshuva is not just stopping do the avera, but it's also stop occupying your mind with thinking about it as well. Harder, next level, ve'yigmor belibo, shelo yasenu od. What does it mean, ligmor belibo? It means that in my heart, I'm done with it. I have concluded, I've made a decision, I've said that one, I'm done with. I had a conversation with a big rub last week, and to me a big rub is one who is brutally honest about their struggles. And he said to me, you know, recently I, was, I had a moment, I had a big hero tshuva, big contemplation of tshuva. I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, I was about to do this avera, and I just decided. I told, I told God, I was like, yeah, this is the last time I'm doing this. <coughs> I didn't ask him. I didn't, I, like, that's between him and the Rebunashleilam. This, what he, what he said, it's very interesting. Like, I was tempted to say, no, and? <laughs> I didn't say that. No, that's already between you and the Rebunashleilam. Thank you for sharing with me, though, what happened to you in your heart. But the Rambam, what he's referring to here is first stage is, I'm done. Second stage is, I stop occupying my mind with it. But that's already, you need a big, strong year of B'nai Machshav to figure out how to do that one out, right? Strengthening your mind, be strong enough to like, stop thinking about it too. Three, Kabbalah al it's called, receiving for the future. I'm done with it. I'm accepting, I'm concluding now that I'm done with it. I would think it would be the opposite. Because you think you'd have more strength to eventually, yeah, Nachon. The list, this, this, this is the Rambam's list, order, but I, I agree with you. There's another stage in the Yeah. Ah, well, that's, that's halacha bet in the, in the, in the, in the Rambam's uh, uh, menu. And that's, what, that's why I said in the beginning of Shir, that's what we're going to spend a lot of time on. Absolutely. It's also a question of the Yigma. Not just a cheap resolution of I'm never doing it. Like, really in your heart feel like you're never going to do this again. As opposed to just... I'm starting to die tomorrow, I'm starting right. to die after that. Like, the lesson of... I think that's what, uh, Leroy, what, what you said is true, is that in order to be able to, like, say, I'm to, in your heart to say you're done, you have to word it, which is the second, which is the second level. It's, like it is, it's got to come out of your mouth. It's not up here, so they're really feeling it never again. Shenemar, the Rambam quotes Yishayahu Anovi, Yaazov Rasha Darko ve'ish aven machshavotav. He says it's not enough that you you, you stop the derech of, of averas, but really the machshavot. That's what it, that's that's what really occupies our brain. I had a whole talk with my tifer over Shabbos. She was said some lashon hara about herself, and then she got hit in the stomach by a chair. I said to her, you, see what you're doing, Chuvuf? You see what you see what Hashem punished you? Like I, I want, like I know I'm testing some Trudy Waters because she's eight, but she's she's. You, have you already heard her chiddushim in this in this setting? Like this is a very important thing. Yeah, the what it does to us, our, what we thought, we think about ourselves, is is much more damaging than we really really understand, than we really realize. Vechen. The Rambam continues and says, another part of tshuva, yitnachem al she'avar. 
And this is, in today's modern world, is one of the hardest things for people to accept this being because it's so politically incorrect to use a certain word. What does Yitnachem mean in English in this context? No, in this, it usually it means that, but in this context, what does it mean, Nitnachem? We have this language in the beginning of the Torah. Rabbi Manashtayim looks at the world, Rabbara Ata Adama Adaman, then he says, Ki nichamtin ki asitin. Regret. Regret. You regret something? Who are you? Today, everyone says, I don't regret anything. It made me to the person who I am. Shkayach. You're really happy with the person that you are? What's, what, what's, what's stopping us from, from saying that, I also regret something. What's the difference between Nitnachem and Nitcharet? Nitnachem is just a stronger language, and Charata is not brought down in the Mikra. The way that it's brought down in the Torah is, is Kini Chamti. Yeah. No, I was asking. This isn't actually a response. I just keep on thinking about when you think about oh, sinning in terms of actions, like and that you have time to contemplate. But personally, I find myself more in the the area. I mean, really, in the Machshavot area, right. where it's the inability to in, inject myself in before I say or do something. Not the uh, the ones that I can contemplate, and there are many of those too. Right. Those seem much more achievable, even by this. Right. But the ones that are the the mito, to fix your to change yourself. Right. Well, he's so okay. So you're trying to take you're defining sin as a bad midah. Yeah, good luck. Don't don't do that. You're 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 not. You, you understand? It's very good what you're saying. If I'm understanding you correctly. Yeah, you are. Okay. That's why I'm it really right. happens. That's no, why that's why it's asked. a very interesting thing. It really happens that I really understand you. That's right. That's what I meant. Um, that's a beautiful thing. Don't take right now characteristic trait. And put that into this into this program because you you, you won't t- t- give an example. Give an example. Yazov Rasha Darko. Yazov Achote Achoto. Give an example. Anger. Okay, I'm going to leave my chet of anger. Shkoyach. Well, the the chet would be like I said something on that. Ah. You, right now we're talking about something that you could actually tangle, like you'd actually uh, approach. Right. So, so this is not what we're talking no. about now is not... No, 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 no. No, no, this is Nachon. And by the way, according to this morning's Shir of Megayas it says the same exact thing about We need to be able to understand that when we're trying to work on ourselves, work on that which is feasible to work on. Do not take on something that you're, you're, you're basically... But, you know, obviously, I don't have to tell you guys, we've spoken about this so many times. When you're in, you know, AA and NA, all these things, what are you supposed to be taking on tomorrow? You're not taking on the rest of your life. One day, one day, that all you have is, is that one day. So over here, if you're going to say anger, then what, what, what do you know? It's that one thing, it's like, oh, wait a second. In that area, that tick, I catch right. myself in that trigger. Yeah. You're saying, I'm saying the word, what the, what the Chatana was saying, as it scampers off. I'm saying that it doesn't say the word Yitcharet, which means Yitcharet means just regret. It could be that there's a, like both words, you mean healthy regret is comforting. When someone, when someone, when someone regrets saying a healthy way to learn from it and never do it again, it's pretty good. That's beautiful. Healthy regret is a consolation. Nachon. That's very deep. It's very deep. 
which is a little bit, I think a little bit of a different concept, but I think it's important to note. Because he, he says Russia, so it, both of us look at each other and trigger. The slumber brings down, if you're in a place that you are a Russia, you have to create a completely new road for yourself. You can't start trying to correct places. Right, I'll try here, I'll try here. But I think it can apply to all of us. Anybody who struggles in any area, this is the, the we're getting ready for a whole new year, right. a whole fresh start. Right. That this is, and maybe this, like looking back with regret, there is definitely uh, some positive things that that can inspire you, you to do. But if you hold on to it too tight, it also can hold you back. So there, there's a, there's like a fine line, I think, where you have to. No, no, yeah, no, that, that's already we're, we're we're delving into whole worlds. So let's see how they, let's see how he leads us with this. This is the so that's. To understand the beginning of, of tshuva, anyone that doesn't go through Hilchus tshuva of the Rambam, you probably won't understand what the rest of the tzaddikim are saying as well. And that's why we try to do as many mornings as possible halacha from the Rambam, because really all the tzaddikim, they, all the svarim that were written on tshuva, the Rabbeinu Yonah, the Rebbe Zegir said tshuva, Rav Kuk's Oros said tshuva, which will Bezrat Hashem have time to, to go back into as well. They're all receiving their, their focus and direction from the Rambam. That's why it was very important. These three Shlavim are very important. Actually, it's really four. Actually, it's five based on learning the next halacha. Let's go through all five for one second. One, my Vera, I'm stopping to do it. Okay? That's why it's not a Mida. Can't say, I'm stopping to be angry now. Good luck. It's not going to work. Achet. Aziva Sachet. I'm leaving Achet. Two, I'm now. How do you stop thinking about it? Don't answer that right now. But that's part of tshuva. Three, yigmar beliboy, decision time, decision making. Real serious decision making. Four, charata, regretting it. Five, which we'll get to, closer to Yom Kippur, vidui, confessing, speaking about it. That it seems to be the bigger picture of what tachlis tshuva really, really is. And remember, you got to do all this with a shmeichel. Okay, continue. This is the parish of what we're saying right now. Hamuvan aragil shel mitzvot ha-tshuva hu tikkun v'chapara l'chataim. Usually, that's how we understand tshuva. Fixing and kapara for our sins. Achtoras ha-chasidus megala shel ha-tshuva yesh mashmaut rechava u-psisit yoter. Chassidus teaches that tshuva is much more than that. V'tikun chataim hurak chelik mimena. Fixing sins is just a part of tshuva, but there's much, much more to it. Bazar kadosh muva shemelech hamashiach ba lehadra letzadikaya bityufta. This is very interesting. That means lehachzir et tzadikim bityufta. That's what the Zara kadosh says. The Mashiach comes to machzir. Tzadikim b'tshuva. Does anyone understand what that means? Do tzadikim need to do tshuva? They did to become tzadikim. Right? That's what we understand. But, but we're, they're already in the under the title tzadik. So does the tzadik need to do tshuva? According to the Zohar, yeah. So that means that we're not only talking about fixing boo-boos. Okay? It's a broader concept. It's an eye-opener. Usually we don't learn like this at all. But it's an eye-opener. זאת אומרת שגם מי שלא חטא צריך לחזור בתשובה. התשובה היא עולם שלם הקשור לתשתית עבודת השם, גם של צדיקים וגם של רשעים, which means 
Tshuva is a whole world which is connected to the infrastructure of Avodah Hashem, both by Tzadikim, both by Rishayim. What are we doing over here? We're not redefining and changing the concept of tshuva, but we're widening it. He's not saying over here, tshuva is not just, tshuva is not fixing mistakes. It's something broader. It's something different. He's saying tshuva is also about fixing mistakes. And obviously he brings the Rambam here to show us that that's an essential part of the Hakdara, of the definition of tshuva. Like you will also see by the author Rebbe, it's just a much broader concept. Now before we go inside, I'm much more interested in what you guys think. Okay? What do you think it could also mean other than fixing boo-boos and fixing mistakes? start to bring is that when you're fixing these little boobers, right, it's, it, it, they're like a, they all sum up a whole of a bigger midah. So ultimately, I think it comes to what you're saying, where like there's, there's like a, there's like a correction of character, as opposed to like, of course, these things come up time and time again. No, but that's still correcting. Oh, okay. That's so, still correcting. So to get to get to that point is like kind of like what we learned with our club is like chuba kadmalolam. So there's this. I don't know what that is. I still I don't know how to give that answer. But I'm yeah. saying there's something that's before anyone sins. There's chuba. Uh-huh. So there's something there. there. Before there's sin. There. I don't know what to say. We're gonna so, see so that all too. All of mankind, right? The the chuba Everyone. for all of mankind, but not only horizontally, but to Adam Arisha. I mean, it could just be us connecting with Hashem and having this ultimate oneness with Hashem. Well, I'll ask, I'll ask a better question, and that's really what, what I wanted to talk about. Did anyone here ever feel the need to do tshuva and it wasn't because they did a certain avera? Ever happened to you? Of course. And it wasn't because of, of an avera? Honestly, for me, it's like, I'm never like, oh, this one avera is like, I'm usually just, I want to get back to Hashem. Like you want to get back to Hashem. And it's not necessarily due, you can't necessarily trace that to saying, this is what caused me to be far from Hashem. What's that? Oh, I pointed to you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what caused me. <laughs> You're the only Brit in the room, honey. It would be like, would even still have a, still has a will and desire that may be contrary to what, what Hashem's feeling in wondering if that's where the source of this is, is even in that space where you have this will or desire that somehow is contradicting what you feel Hashem wants you to do and you need to still kind of correct that, so to speak. That's a conversation that probably Asadi would need to have. Eli, I'm going to give you the chance to do tshuva and don't raise your hand. (laughs) Yes. So I was thinking, Moshe basically says, right, aren't you not and God says, I'm sorry, what you already have done But Moshe also wants it. He's as close as you Even Moshe, Rabbeinu. You ever been in the presence of a tzaddik that's also saying, Mamish, I want to do tshuva this year, and you're thinking like, why are you making me feel so, you know, either, why are you making me, me feel so low? And you're wondering, what are you even talking about? But you know that they mamish mean what they're saying? You know, they, I've been by Rav Weinberger many times where he was talking about his own ratzon to do tshuva. In the beginning, it was more like, what do you, what do you, <laughs> what do you mean? And then you see, no, 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 there's a desire, a constant desire to return, return, return. 
return does not mean necessarily fix, fix, fix. So part of tshuva is, listen bro, stop sinning. Leave the chet. Finish it off with it in your heart. Have charata, confess. That's part of it. But then you go to a higher world of tshuva, which is not, it's much more than just, I want to stop sinning. It's a whole different world, which is what this is going to lead us into. And we'll see this by Rabbi Nachman, you'll see by Rabbi Tzvi, you'll see it in the Gemaras, you'll see it everywhere. Okay, let's go back inside. And Hershey, Baruch Shekivanta, because look at the next thing we learned. Tom, we learned this about three years ago with Rav Cook. Let's see if you remember this. Hatshuva mofia birshimat hadvarim hamerobimim beyoter. Shenivru ot kodem levriyas haolam. Tshuva shows up in the list of things, one of the most exalted things, which were created even before the creation of, of olam, of this world. Yachadim haTorah, nishmos Yisrael, ushmo shel haMashiach, nivra'a gam haTshuva. Kvi shemofia b'medrash tanchuma. The Medrash is going to show us when Tshuva was created, to put things into perspective. Yilamdeinu Rabbeinu, kama dvarim kadmu How many things were, came before the creation of this world? Kach shanu raboteinu, shiv'a dvarim nivra'u ad shelon olam. Seven things were created before this world was created. Eduhen, kisei hakovod, the throne of glory, hatorah, Beis HaMikdash, Avos HaOlam, VeYisrael, Ushmo Shel Mashiach, VeHatshuva. I just want to make something clear. I don't understand what any of these mean, right? I don't. It's like I don't understand what this means. Well, I, I can get it up to a certain point. The beginning of the list is easier to understand than the, the, the second. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hatshuva. Beis HaMikdash. Beis HaMikdash. Concept, huh? Concept. They, Hashem had the idea that down the line he was gonna. He was gonna. This would be there. And got them ready. Before. So, like Shmosh al Mashiach, that was already pre, <laughs> pre-ordained. But there's also things. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Bein Hashmoshes. Yeah. That's not created then. Yeah, but that's not before Bria Olam. That's that's Bein Hashmoshes. Right. Ava. Yeah. No. Mashiach sounds like it's not Mashiach. Shmoshel Mashiach, the name. So that, that, that's what we're discussing. That's exactly what we're discussing. See, he knew what it was going to be and where it was going to be. Oh, he had it up there. But that's, but that's, but that's a big difference between conceptual and figuratively speaking. You think it's actual? You say actual? Was it was it all three? What's in the It's a good question. If it's actual, it's a good question. Conceptually, I could I could accept it on a conceptual level. He has a good point. Well, maybe maybe in, in the realm of Hashem, it's the same Beit Hamikdash. We're seeing it as I think three the, I think Beit Hamikdash is very understandable. Hashem can't make a world before he has a place to be in that world. Brenner, he's yours, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's yours. <laughs> we don't have to define it right now. We don't have to define it right now. I think we will define it on our own. I think that for right now, to understand, like for our shear, let's just say it's something that Hashem, before He thought about all of us and everything else, tshuva, just focus on the tshuva one right now, 
because we, we'll spend years if we try to figure out each one of them, the concept and the possibility of tshuva was before the world. So, but, this, but, this, but, this is, but this is a very interesting thing. No person did Navera before the world was created. Correct? As far as we know, because there were no people, right? So what's tshuva doing before the world was created? Ah, this must mean that tshuva cannot only be in response to someone sinning. It's got to be more than that. He's proving the point he just said. Yeah. You brought oh, it up, Rashi. The Hashim. concept of tshuva has to be there before the averas are done. Because if, if, so if you're the saying, averas and, and there's no tshuva, then the world gets destroyed. So Hashem had to create the concept of tshuva before we would be around to do any averas. There's no concept yeah. of avera before the world is around. Right. If Hashem knows... Listen, that's why I'm saying that's why, that's why I'm, I'm going to repeat what I said before None of us understand what this means No one understands You can't really understand this But we have to take it Kabbalah, we have Kabbalah from the Midrash Tanchuma That Shuva must mean more than just fixing sins Because that's an irresponsive thing so you want to say he's makdim refuah maybe. That's what you're saying. Choliot. Could be. That's a very depressing world, though. It's like the Rebbe Shalom creates us and saying, listen, you, <laughs> you're going to... But I want to believe that the Rebbe... That's a way of looking at it. But part of me wants to believe that the Rebbe Shalom creates me and says, you're going to rock it. But if I know he's saying to me, I'm preparing this for you because you're going <laughs> to... You weren't going to rock it, but if, when, if you were... Ah, so our it. definition of rocking it needs to change. But all this right? is possible if Hashem does tissue. Oh, Baruch. Let's continue. <laughs> I'm, we're, not, we're not going there. <laughs> okay. Hatshuva milayim. Shinemar beterem harim yuladu. It's a pasuk in Tehillim. Before... Harim Yuladu, mountains were, were erected, right? Were born. But Techolel Eretz Vatevel, and the whole world, Bichlal exists, the universe. Ume Oilam Ad Oilam Atael, Tashev Enosh Adaka, Batomer Shuvu Bnei Adam. You're telling people return even before the whole world was created. So does return mean fix your mistakes? Not only. What are you thinking? What do you think return means? I think that the, the whole, what he's trying to get at is that you've got the modern medicine concept. Where, where modern medicine just deals with symptoms. never goes to the cause. never goes to the cause. So what he put in place before the world was some kind of something that, that would deal with the whole cause. Not the symptoms. Not the symptoms. Some, some kind of a cause that had to be, had to be, has to be taken care of. And that's how I think we had to get to because the symptoms, man, the symptoms are... How do you get to the cause? Now, that's a good question. Yeah. That's, a good that's question. what we're going to be learning. That's the deep stuff. That's what we're going to be that's learning. The real stuff. Well, one thing's for sure, and Rav Cook speaks about this. The cause is bigger than just stopping Averas, but Habeha Talia, they're dependent on each other. Meaning, don't think that you can get to the cause without, like Rav Cook says, removing the schmutz that's on the neshama. And my last thought, we would love to say, listen, I'm just going to go right to the root of things. Well, good luck. You can't find the root of things. 
You can't go there. You need. That's why, whether you like it or not, you need to. It's like someone's going to say, "I'm going to figure out the root of my drinking without stopping to drink, and really understand how to tackle it." Right? That's the same thing. So his tshuva is his whole tshuva stopping to drink. No, but you cannot get to the the cause of what's forcing you to run away and escape without stop, without removing that which blurs your mind and blurs your heart and blurs your soul. You can't do it. It's dependent on each other. So that's that's the question. On the question, Rambam is basically saying, listen, that's how he starts. Yes. But don't get stuck there. Now how do we how do we refrain from getting that's a that's a Yitzhahara comes and messes us up. Says, Oh, what are you trying to deal with the big stuff? Just be a push to yid. Stop doing averas. But the real tshuva is saying the real the is saying, Are you kidding me? You're gonna to listen to that? It's just a matter of time until you start drinking again. Or whatever it is. He lays it out. That's that's this whole beginning yeah. of the piece. If you if you're dealing with each symptom the way he lays it out here, you're not going back to that symptom. Eventually you get to a place where you've corrected the whole meter. All the little symptoms that, mm-hmm. that make that up. Nahon. That's it seems to be that's what he's laying out here. Nahon. Actually right. The beginning of the round is talking about Shatao, right? His own sin. Your own sin. Very good. That's a good diuk. That's a great diuk. That's a great diuk. Continue continue inside. it's a foundational, monumental thing that is shayach to the whole world. It's so foundational. That's a startling sentence. The world, basically, because of what the Midrash says and what it listed, it's basically saying without these things that the Midrash listed that came before the creation of the world, the world couldn't have been created. Now you're getting into a much deeper place. Hamidrash melamed otano ki eta tshuva anachnu tzrichim lavin betoraayon rachav yoter measher tikkun lachataim mikevan sheterem hayot olam od lo ayu maasim asurim vegam lo ayami sheyase otam madu atzrichal yot tshuva like we just said right now. Gam leachar briat haolam hatshuva einena kshuva bekshura beachrach leashma even okay. Even after the world is created, though, it's not only about guilt. No one, listen, when you, when you feel guilt, guilted, guilt, guilt in relationships, and then you say, I'm sorry, you're not restoring a relationship. You might be like, like really what Rabbi Shlomo was saying this morning, is like you might be like soothing some, getting some kapara, but to restore it back to like, hashibenu, chadesh yameinu kekedem, not a chance. Guilt won't bring you there. But it's essential for the beginning of saying, I'm going to look into myself, say, I'm sorry. Now this is an important line, listen to this inside. Tshuva is the medicine for us being far from Hashem. 
בכל מי שחי בעולם, anyone that lives in this world, מרגע לידתו, from the moment they're born, הוא רחוק מהשם. They're far from Hashem, but the next two words are my favorite. What's the next two words in this, pes- in this, in this paragraph? שלא באשמתו. Okay. חבר'ה, let's go there right now. Close your eyes for a second. And dig, dig really, really deep right now. שלא באשמתו. Okay. I want us all to remember something very important. Contrary to what anyone tells you, none of us chose to be here and go through this craziness called Olam Hazen. None of us did that. Every chet that we do consciously makes us far from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So my tshuva over those things has to do with my responsibility. Okay, so those things I have to be more responsible. But then there's a deeper place inside. And that's like the Gemara says, Noyach leila adam shaloyim nivra. It's much more comfortable for a soul to not have to come down into this world. Why? Because from the moment that we come down into this world, hai mashma, this means I'm further from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem. That is not my responsibility. What does that mean when I differentiate between the two things? So the Alter Rebbe says later in Igeris HaTshuva, and we'll see this inside, that the first step of deciding you're doing Tshuva is declaring that you're going to have compassion on your own Neshama. But having compassion on your own soul means that you recognize that us being in this world, just Me'etzma Metzias, just the reality of being in this world, was not my decision. And the actual coming down into this world in itself creates a richuk, distance, from where my soul was before it came down into this world. Can you just accept that for a second? That you're not the whole reason for being so messed up? Just for one second. Accept upon yourself that you are not fully responsible for being so messed up in this world. Maybe even you're responsible that you're not more messed up. Could be. I'll take that. Could be. You'll take that? Because I was thinking that there are, there are new souls in there also. Right. So plenty of us are here because, because, right? But at one point we were a new soul. And when we were a new soul, we didn't do anything to be perfect. Right. right. And if I can get back in touch with that original self, then I can, I can reach that place. Right. Okay, so, that, so basically what I want to ask everyone right now, because as you guys know, we don't learn here to finish texts. We learn here to let the texts go through and carve, our, carve themselves into our soul. Can anyone please share with us, what does it mean, what would it mean if you defined, if you decided that you're going to have compassion on your own neshama, based on what we just learned? What does that mean to you? It's a big, it's a, it's a heavy question. I'm very aware. It's a very heavy question. But if I come to a conclusion that just by being sent into this world creates distance and tshuva is all about returning, so 
how do I do something that is not fully my fault? How do I take responsibility over something that is not fully my fault? The release of the guilt. You, you start, I think it allows you to go back to a place where it, if we're here trying to elevate ourselves and everything that's pulling us down is not a yoke that we voluntarily put on ourselves, it, it doesn't feel quite as heavy anymore. Mm. It allows you, I think, to move forward in, in, a, in a different way. Maybe in an e- even easier way, a path that's still hard, but not quite as hard. Chazak. I can take it in a different direction also. Just, just louder. I can take it in, a, in, a, in, a, in the same vein, but in a somewhat different direction as well. Another thing that's not, it has nothing to do with me, is the fact that I'm here, and that's a huge gift as well. And if I truly appreciate the depth of that gift, then I would relate to everything else a different way. And I would be much, much closer to everybody around me and much, much closer to the source of the gift if I really took a beat and really like understood I'm here through no fault and no uh, merit of my own. Hmm. I'm just here. And I have infinite potential. If I'm just going to be kind to myself, I'll recognize I could be this year, but I could be who I, I could be Elio, I could be, I could be, <coughs> if I just right. did that. Right, right. All right, one second. This is, Mechila Chaber, this is where the camera goes off. If you really want to be with us, you'll show up.